Yeah, you can be the greatest, you can be the best You can be the King Kong banging on your chest You can beat the world, you can beat the war You can talk to God, go banging on his door You can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock You can move a mountain, you can break rocks You can be a master, don't wait for luck Dedicate yourself and you go find yourself Straight through hell with a smile You could be the hero You could go Breaking over recipes I never could be broke Yeah, do it for your people Do it for your pride You're never gonna know Never even try Do it for your country Do it for your name Cause there's gonna be a day When you're
gentlemen, it's a show that has been seven years in the making. Tonight, our AWF Radiversary, live here from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame induction ceremony. This is our AWF Radiversary. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner of RAWF, joining me, ever the ever dapper Luchador himself. Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant is here. Wow, look at that tuxedo. Are you like it? He's nice. Yeah, I it is. From Mexico. Yeah. I, I, Do you have that, any that, idea how 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 much material I had to go to fit this? Like, yeah, quite a bit. I mean, I'm, good lord. Oh, wait, but yeah. even better, I got another one. I brought another one just like it. You know, for uh-huh. for the blow up belt. For the what? Sorry. For the blow. Oh God. So it can it can dress just like me. Uh, We're wonderful. Gonna have to give it to her. Well, you you can give it to her later. She's going to be here, obviously. Being oh, good. Uh, she is one of the two people that will be inducted into this year's RAWF Hall of Fame class of 2020. See, I know. Uh, she, as well will be the other inductee, Knox Boogie, joining us this evening as well, making a rare appearance for his Hall of Fame induction. We'll get to those here in just a little while. Uh, we got to talk about, we'll quickly run through uh, the Radiversary card with, with, you know, with little or no pretense here. Uh, there was a tag team challenge match between the new, newly formed mercenaries, Blaze McCoy and Judgment, they are taking on Don Patrol, the team of Nightcrawler and uh, Revy Gibson. Uh, Paragon of Greatness taking on Judgment in a battle of two Hall of Famers. Uh, also, Aggie taking on Anton there. Uh, those are those are some big matches there. Killa Neptune taking on his brother, who will be inducted tonight, Knox Boogie, uh, in a, another Hall of Famer versus Hall of Famer match. Uh, the Razor to take on a man he's been wanting to get his hands on for a while, in the Teflon Sheik, but Sheik also in a seven stages of hell match against Papa Shaker. And let me tell you something, uh, just setting all of those matches up for these guys was, was, was a chore getting them set up. Uh, but it's, it's all good. And they will face off in a seven stages of hell match Two steel cage matches as sin takes on Chris cage and Luke cage, Luke cage in the cage, taking on Iceman King Parsons. In a boiler room match, uh, Beast takes on Mark Caliber. Then we go to our title matches. And for the hormonal championship, Beast will defend against Moxie. Mancunian Maniac defends the Hatfield and McCoy championship against a soon-to-be Hall of Famer, the Cougar. Supreme Fighter Championship, Claymore defends that against newcomer Hotshot Chaz. His first attempt at RAWF Gold tonight at Radiversary. 
killing Neptune to defend the Champions Choice Championship against Maeve O'Hare in a one foot in, one foot out, shake your booty all about whatever you want to call it match. Uh, that you know he's probably going to win, but you know I, I want I, I Maeve's going to get some. I, I think she's going to get some stomps in for sure. That ought to be interesting. I don't feel uh, good for his pose, actually. Like, <laughs> it seems like not smart. Like that hurts. Uh, uh, the unsettled Chris Cage defends the White Lightning Championship against Claymore. Uh, Powerball Championship. Europa Muscles defends that against Claymore. She also defends the multimedia title against Sin. This just in: a tag team championship. It will be on the line tonight. Uh, the rain, it will be hotness defending against evil. Uh, hotness, of course, is D's and Tig's. Evil is Vex and El Cheeky. So that should be a great tag team match. Uh, the unsettled Chris Cage defends the Triple Crown Championship against Revy Gibson and the Hawkster. Uncle Frank defending the Midnight Hobo Championship against the Cougar. D's defending the Fubar City Championship against Maeve O'Hare. Europa Muscles defending the Estrogen Championship against Moxie. The Immortal Griffith defends his men's championship against the Hawkster. Lady Vex defends the national title against Hobo Ezekiel. And then Mithras defends the Platinum Dragon Championship against the Great Red Dragon and also defends the World Away Championship in our main event against fellow renegade and a man who is now monikering himself as Mr. R.A.W.F. Pay-Per-View. He is D's. So that is our lineup, our main lineup for tonight. Uh, Of course, the scene has been up for several hours now for Radiversary. You can check out who you are facing if you don't know there. All right. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Hall of Fame induction scene has been up for a little while. Uh, People coming in. In, on the red carpet, Sasha Camaro uh, holding the fort down there. I saw a lot of good, a lot of people coming in. Uh, great turnout out there, all vacant for the induction ceremony this year. No, see, see look, everyone's dressed all nice and everything. You know, and I it's know, weird. Right? You, you know, usually all these people they show up looking like slobs and looking mm. nice. Absolutely, it, it, it's amazing what a Hall of Fame induction and get these people dressed up. Uh, but you still can't take them anywhere, some of them. We won't name any names. I mean, that's fair. All right. <laughs> All right. So that is our card for the, this evening. Uh, we'll probably not focus too much on those matches tonight. There will be a couple we talk about uh, just because we haven't had a chance to talk about them too much. But uh, let's, let's see. Let's start the program out because here in this little while we will have um, – start the induction ceremony by the way ladies and gentlemen our next pay-per-view comes to you on july 5th live from lincoln financial field in philadelphia pa it is the annual american extravaganza philadelphia freedom so mark your calendars for july 5th that is five weeks from tonight all right well i'm gonna i think we need to start out the evening with a man who's been here since the beginning, since day one. Uh, he is monikered. His moniker is Mr. R.A.W.F. He is the one and only.
Judgment is here. Good evening, Judge. And uh, can you believe it's been seven years? No, it feels like it's been. I mean, it's seven years has flown by. Um, but it's just, it's been a fun ride. It's it's been each year gets bigger and better. And proving it mm-hmm. tonight with the, with the with the two you got going in tonight, it's a. Uh, some some cool ones going in. It's actually going to be interesting. It's going to be fun tonight. I agree. I I certainly agree. So I, I mean, hello, I know... Nacho. Oh hi. <clears throat> Very looking dasher tonight. Your 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 tux looks pretty cool. Thank you. I mean, you know, I would not want to, you know, not dress appropriately for the occasion. That's true. You know. You know, Judge, you have been here since day one. You've been here for all seven years. I've probably asked you questions like this every year, your favorite moment, your favorite memory, your best memories. But, you know, you always you always talk the talk. You always, you know, uh, do your thing. What is your favorite judgment moment in all your – in your long history here in RAWF? Favorite judgment moment is – just making them go crazy. I mean, there's many, many, many things I can say. Uh, probably the biggest judgment moment is when I can convince an opponent that this is a no, de- you know, a no defense match, and they start going with no defense, and then I end up using my defenses and winning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as I a prime example, there's several out there that are, that have fallen for it, and you know. Even some of the big names have fallen for it. This is true. This is true. It it, it has happened, and uh, it, you know. It, I have to admit, it. as much as I dislike some of his shenanigans, I I have chuckled when he has done that. See. <laughs> it was almost a year ago, Judge, that you joined the group Terror Inc. Uh, you know, Teflon Sheik, of course, the, among the leaders, Claymore, Luke Cage, uh, Sin, Agent of Hate. Among others, uh, Maeve O'Hare, of course, a recent joining. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me about – tell me how you – if you were to grade Terror Inc.'s, uh, Terror Inc.'s influence in RAWF over – since they joined almost a year ago, what would you – what grade would you give them? At, at one time, I would give them an A+, but right now they're looking at a possible B-. minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have slacked off a little bit. We slacked off a little bit, and I admit it, but, you know, we're in a, we're all in a – in a, in, a, in a new new place now, and we're all slowly rebuilding ourselves. Got some new things coming out. Uh, the boss is going to take care of Papa Snaker today. 
uh, and just you know, he'll, he'll take care of him, you know, with the seven stages. Did you say Papa Madness. Snaker? Yeah, Papa Snaker. Oh, that's funny. And then, um, you know, and then we've got Claymore who's going to come back with his titles, and you know, and Maeve, she's going to pull out her her win, and so yeah, it's going to be, and then I'm going to get my titles back. Yep. Judge, I know you have your eyes on everybody here in RAWF. It is one of the reasons you are Mr. RAWF. If you could predict a breakout star coming out coming some out of the shadows sometime in this coming year, who would it be? I mean, if I had to pick a breakout star. Somebody um, who's somebody who's coming out of nowhere to make a lot of noise or ma- at least make some decent noise in the next year or so. Uh, my new tag partner, Blaze McCoy. Blaze McCoy, your boy Blaze McCoy. Huh? I, I don't know if I would consider Blaze coming out of nowhere. He's not he exactly will. coming. Not exactly coming, not coming out, out of nowhere. nowhere. I mean, although he is from Pittsburgh, and that's kind of like nowhere. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, he can say that legally because we are in Cleveland. Yeah, you know it. it it's called cheap pop, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, he got a cheap pop. You hear all the fans out there in Cle- from Cleveland in the audience. They uh, they they applauded that. But you know, and there's another one who just joined REWF who everybody needs to keep an eye on. And I've known this guy for uh, quite a while now. You need to keep your eye on him, and that's um Scythe. Oh, Scythe. Yeah, he's, 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 yeah. You, you want to keep an eye on. You want to keep an eye on this one. This one's gonna be. This one's gonna come up the ladder. Very, very unexpected. No one's going to expect him, and before long, you're going to announce him as being the number one ranked wrestler. All right, Judge. We'll uh, stick around. We've got some inductions to do here very soon, and uh, enjoy yourself. Congratulations to Kooks, and congratulations to the, 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 the last member of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Wish you both luck. Enjoy yourselves. This is a top ride here. All right. Thank you, Judge. We'll talk more with judgments possibly later in the show. Uh, and, of course, he was referring to Knox Boogie, the last member. Yeah, that's of what I was referring to. Yeah, that's what. Yep. All right. Well, let's bring on another Hall of Famer who's been sitting out there on the red carpet uh, in, in the audience, let's bring on our reigning men's champion and first cl- first class Hall of Famer. He is. I am immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think?
Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith now joining us. Good evening, Griffith. Looking dapper as always, sir. Or uh, apparently, according to Maeve, we have to call him Captain Tight Pants now. <clears throat> um, could 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 we not? That'd be great. Yeah, with less, I'm not going to call you that. <clears throat> I appreciate but, that. No, I'm no going problem. to. I'll join in and call him that. Oh my goodness! Of course you will. Hi, Judge. How, how are you? I'm doing great, Captain Camelto. I mean, tight pants. You think you you you'd think you know with being a Hall of Famer here, representing what we're doing here tonight. You you could have, I don't know, maybe spent more than thirteen seventy nine on a suit though. Hey, it's my best suit. That's saying something. Well, I'm going to sit down over here. Okay. Let me, let me, let me. After the show, I'll, I'll hook you up with my tailor. Stop going to Goodwill. We'll get you something that fits. Okay. So, Griffith, <clears throat> yeah. tonight two new members going into the Hall of Fame. RWF now has been around for seven years. Uh, talk to me about, you know, I could, I'm, I'm just going to ask you the same questions as Judge, but I don't want to be too redundant here. Talk to me about where you see REWF going forward. Going forward. So here's the thing I think is interesting. It's REWF has been one of, one of the, the premier companies in this industry for as long as I've been here. And it's one of the reasons I'm here. It's one of the reasons I've stayed as long as I have. It's one of the reasons I'm extremely um, proud of my accomplishments and of being an alpha class uh, hall of fame member. And, uh, you know, over the last year or so, maybe two, a little longer than a year, you know, some of those doubters out there, some of the people out there who, you know, thought they were too good to pay attention to what was really going on out there started to kind of wake up and, you know, smell the coffee as it were, and kind of understand, you know, what was really going on, you know, and they started to sort of, you know, find themselves a home here in, in REWF and start to realize that maybe they're, you know, they're not quite as good as they thought they were, or maybe, you know, some are even proving that they are as good as they thought they were, you know, and uh, I think that's going to keep going. I think, I think before the end, of, before we have this event next year, I think we're going to see um, the entire world understanding that the REWF is the premier company that, that there is. All right. Um, I asked Judge to name me somebody on the card he thinks was going to come out of nowhere and start making some noise. I'm going to go a little bit further with you. Name me a wrestler in REWF that sometime in the next year is going to win the World Heavyweight Championship or at least get very close. Mabel somebody Hare. We... Yeah, that was quick. You didn't need to think about that. I think she's, gonna, I, I think she's uh, on route right now. She could very well be. She very well could be. I mean, I, uh, right now she is she is tearing it up. There's no doubt about it. She is on a mission, and so I mean that's that that is a good that is a good solid prediction. We will find out here in the coming weeks whether that prediction comes to fruition. Um, favorite. I mean, if, if we did awards, if we did like a lot of the companies do, did these awards, you know, I I would say Rookie of the Year is hers, hands down, no questions asked. Like there is no. No one has touched what she has done in her first, like this year. I just I don't I don't I don't think you can't name me another person that I think would deserve it more this particular year. Um, I mean I, I think there's some other people that are probably gonna gonna push themselves into that limelight as well, but not from positions of 
anonymity like Maeve has. I mean, I think you, you, you've got some big names that have come in that I think in the next year are probably going to put themselves in, in some serious spotlights. Um, I think Cheeky's probably going to push himself into a spotlight at some point, um, even despite himself, because I, I suspect he doesn't necessarily want the spotlight, but I think he's going to uh, just not be able to help himself. The next thing you know is he's going to find himself in, in a main event. Um, and uh, I mean, there's a few others, but I think... Like I said, with all the with all these big names coming in, I mean, invariably some of them are going to live up to their hype. Besides Immortal, what's your favorite pay per view every year? Oh well, it's this one. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's I mean, come on, it's the biggest weekend of the year for us. We we do our Hall of Fame, we have our anniversary event. It's, it's great. I get excited to find you. <laughs> All right. Well, Griff, you have a big match with the Hawkster tonight, defending the men's championship. Good luck to you on that, sir. Uh, well, thank you very much. All right. And, of course, Judgment will be taking on fellow Hall of Famer, the Paragon of Greatness. So a big night tonight all around. But I think it is now time for our first Hall of Fame induction, ladies and gentlemen. Uh this person is a member, the last and final member of the Opaque Brotherhood to go into the RAWF Hall of Fame. He is a two-time Supreme Fighter champion, a two-time Triple Crown champion. He has been Superstars champion. He has been Platinum Dragon champion, and he has also been World Champion. But he is also a uh, four-time tag team champion. Inducting him into the Hall of Fame tonight is the man he teamed with for all four of those uh, tag team titles. I now turn the stage over to the one and only Paragon of Greatness. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. champion and a platinum dragon champion amongst other RAWF singles championships, uh, solidifying that he has the skill amongst his peer group that's more competitive than any other place in Unstoppable. However, in recent times, he's perhaps best known as a actually five-time tag team champion. There was a strange snafu where he has been the radical American tag team champion B four times and the tag team champion A one time. It's it's a very strange thing on the accomplishments. Uh, but that's by design. He's, he's done everything there is to do in this business as a singles wrestler. But ultimately, the one thing he truly cares about the most is family. 
Dungeons and Dragons, a team name and theme born out of a joke that we were once called paper champions, has given us a fun and creative way to compete on an elite level, all the while expressing our personal likes and abilities to craft lame jokes that even the most avid of dad joke enthusiasts would walk away from. It's given the dark character of Knox Boogie an avenue to show off some of his more fun and comical personality traits, and has given two brothers a chance to laugh and enjoy their time together. But of course, it's not all fun and games. To quote the great Lance Storm, if I can be serious for a minute, Knox Boogie isn't just the co-founder of the Opaque Brotherhood. He's not just my tag team partner. He isn't just my brother. He's not just my best friend. He, in many ways, is the guiding force that shaped the man that I am today. Almost every positive aspect found in my personality can be traced directly to Knox Boogie, without whom I would have never found the clarity to become a good man. Throughout most of my life, and indeed to this day, I put great consideration into what he has taught me, and I put it put great consideration into almost every moral decision that I come across. And I often find myself a happier and more substantive person as a result. You know, relating to people and thriving in the real world has always been a difficult task for me. Uh, and my brother has always understood that and he's been supportive when it would have been much easier for him to walk away and treat it as though it wasn't his problem. Because it wasn't his problem. Yet, he's always made my problems his own, and he's been there for me. There are no amount of words that can accurately sum up the impact that he's had and just what he means to me. As a wrestler, though, Knox Boogie has been a consistent, under-the-radar star for a decade, never one to make a fool of himself on the news feed and feeling no need to heap attention upon himself. Knox isn't frequently a name that comes across the lips of the WU community. However, anyone who's paid even a modicum of attention has known for years that he's absolutely to be taken as a serious threat. Uh, Knox Boogie has been everywhere and done it all in this business, from countless championships to company management, and he's never once asked for the spotlight. A modest man, satisfied with his own work, he never needed the validation of anyone else to feel as though he had made it. Knox knows who and what he is and requires nobody's approval, which is why, in the rare circumstances in which he steps forward and accepts accolades, one can be assured that it's not vanity. He steps forward not for himself, rather to acknowledge the hard work and worthiness of the company, tournament, event, or what have you, to make the statement that this distinction amongst a sea of hollow achievements is an actual value. This Hall of Fame is one such distinction. After years of hard work, genuine success, and indeed failures, Knox Boogie has truly traveled every direction this company has to offer and come out a bona fide legend. It's my pleasure to induct the messenger of morality, the reaper of righteousness, the preacher on the pyre, straight from the lake of fire, my brother, Knox Boogie, into the RAWF Hall of Fame Class of 2020. 
Paragon for that humble and heartfelt introduction. There's truly nobody else that I would entrust to this task. Your words carry a lot of weight and give validation to the code that I live by. From a small child attempting to fly off a couch being Darkwing Duck to an adult landing a paracantrana, it's been an honor seeing you grow and sometimes succeed in the goals you've set for yourself. Some may be surprised, others happy, some still skeptical at best at this prestigious recognition I'm being awarded today. I'm not a man of many words. No need for pseudo-displays of masculinity or to hide insecurities by an overcompensated display of entitlement. My lifestyle is summarized closely by Mark Twain when he said, It's better to keep your mouth closed and let people think you're a fool than to open it and remove all doubt. For years, I flourished in the shallows a big fish in a small pond, gaining championships and accolades along the way. I was content with this. Patience is a blessing and a curse of immortality. But ambition is in Paragon's nature. He quickly leapt from ponds to lakes, from lakes to rivers, from rivers to oceans, in time finding his home here in RAWF. Establishing himself as a top star in the company, he extended his hand in invitation for me to join him. I did not immediately accept this invitation until I heard of a manipulative and oppressive presence wreaking havoc. This piqued the attention of your messenger of morality, a noble cause to fight for and a lesson to be taught. Channeling Sun Tzu and other strategic leaders throughout history, the opaque brotherhood quickly found themselves on the top of the mountain and finally in full force here in RAWF. During my rookie year, I won almost every single title there was to hold in this great company, making a name for myself by defeating the man that brought me here for the RAWF World Championship. But that main event spotlight wouldn't be the last time we shared a ring. After showing that I could attain the pinnacle in this industry, I decided to focus on the true reason I joined RAWF, the RAWF Tag Team Championship. I feel that here's where my greatest accomplishments to this company have come. Quickly and dominatingly, Paragon and I, Dungeons and Dragons, conquered the foes set before us. We held on to the titles for extended periods of time, dropping them for no longer than one month reigns for the greater part of our tenure. I credit this dominance and infused enthusiasm in a division for inspiring many of the up-and-coming tag teams we have competing today. With the aid of our now globally recognized best tag team in all of Unstoppable, 
RAWF now has one of the greatest tag team divisions in all of Unstoppable. So, why was the damaged phonograph in the Hall of Fame? Because it broke all the records. Pitfalls and successes, I've persevered through it all. Am I done with the singles division here in RAWF? No, but again, I am patient. One day someone will awaken the Reaper, and on that day they will learn a valuable lesson, one that many have learned and many still will. Keep following the path of sin and vice, and it will eventually lead to me. Fear not, I will show you the light. And he's gone. All right. Uh, Knox Boogie, ladies and gentlemen, the newest member of the class of the 2020 R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame. Wow, they just disappeared. Okay. Apparently that apparently that was a mysterious little speech, but congratulations, Knox Boogie. Now vacant. See. <laughs> Next up, your 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 favorite Irish lady. Uh, she has actually she debuted on pay per view one year ago at last year's anniversary. So she has been in RAWF for a full year now. Uh, tonight she challenges these for the Fubar City Championship. She is the one and only. Good evening, Northman. Good evening, Elvacan. Hola, chica. Como esta? Well, I can't complain. That that is a very pretty dress, I have to say. Well, looking looking fab looking fabulous tonight, Maeve, no doubt about it. Uh, so as I you think the dress is nice, you should see what's on underneath it. Hey, wait, is that offer? Right, huh? Right now, no. This is. Mm. Well, now. I was talking about they, my thigh-high stilettos. What did of you course. Elvie can get your mind out of the gutter. She meant her shoes. Jeez. Of course she did. Didn't you see she was taller than normal? Uh, Maeve, you debuted one year ago at Radiversary. So let's talk about the year that you had. Uh, oh, Griffith, among earlier said he believed you to be uh, rookie of the year, that you've had one hell of a rookie year. How do you feel uh, your first year in RAWF in your RAWF career has gone? Well, 
I mean, I'd love to sit here and say, oh, yes, of course, I, I knew all along that I'd be sitting here doing this next, this time next, last year. Uh, but the truth of it is, it took me a little while to find my feet. Uh, but I've been fortunate in my friends. And I have to say I'm proud of what I've done over the last year. I'd be a lot happier if I were sitting here defending about rather than going after them, but... As always, next month. Very true. Very true. And we've got some bells going on here. But anyways, Maeve, tonight, two title attack, two uh, title matches. You're challenging uh, REWF Hall of Famer Killer Neptune for his Champions Choice Championship. Um, the stilettos you've got on, are those going to play any part in that match since you technically can only use your feet? I mean, I figured... Might as well give myself every advantage I could. Besides, I kind of like how they look. I might have to keep these on more often. Fair enough. Uh, Should be a a good match. But then, of course, the FUBAR City Street Fight, uh, the FUBAR City Championship against D's here in FUBAR City. Uh, Do you get into many, did you get into many brawls as a kid back in Ireland? Oh, it's a waiting question, lad. Um, I've done my fair share. Um, I really, it's not something I did a lot of as a wrestler. Um, I was much more emphasis on the technical side. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend I was a perfect angel. Uh, believe it or not, I have a bit of a temper. I, I believe it. I absolutely believe it. And right now, it does seem like you've you've hit your stride. Uh, last night, uh, announced you as the number one in the RAWF ranking six matches into the ten match period, and uh, it was with a bullet. It was quite you were on it was a quite considerable lead over the rest of the pack. Uh, what what has caused this fire in your belly all of a sudden? where all of a sudden, right now, you are just running through opponents like they're water, literally. Well, I made a promise after Love Hurt. I made another promise after Immortal. I said I was going to make a name for myself. I was going to make people realize that it wasn't just some simple lass who fell off the potato truck and that I was going to make them realize that they had something to contend with. That's what I've done. Well, tonight with two title opportunities, you can walk out as champion's choice and or the FUBAR City champion. I wish you good luck. Tell me about, tell me what you think of these as FUBAR City champion. Ah. I can just hear my mom's voice. Maybe if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Um, he's been formidable as the FUBAR City champion. But he was formidable as champion in several other arenas, and we've watched those belts slowly slip off hither and fro. And he just don't quite seem to have that same magic spark he once had. Um, and add to that, I, he keeps saying that he thinks my accent is is distracting, and I, I I don't understand that. I don't I don't think 
I'm distracting? Do you think I'm distracting Elvacant? Uh, I'm sorry, what? I couldn't, uh, I wasn't paying attention because uh, uh, the dress. <laughs> well, I ain't going to be fighting in this lad. That's probably best. I mean, although you might, if you if you wore that, you might win because he'd be too busy goggling, and then you would stomp on his foot until he cried. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely La- Mave O'Hare. Uh, big night for her tonight. One year from ago, she was. New to R.A.W.F., she made her debut, and then one year later, she has an opportunity for the FUBAR City and Champions Choice Championship, and ranked number one in the current R.A.W.F. rankings. Maeve, congratulations and good luck tonight. Thank you, boss man. I'll talk to you later, I'll take him. After the bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Woo. All right, so with that being said, Elvacant... It is going to be one hell of a night. Let's talk about Mithras, the title machine's big evening. Uh, defending against D's uh, fellow renegade, the World Heavyweight Championship. We've talked about D's at length. I know you're a big uh, D's fan. Uh, and, uh, you know, his accomplishments so far have, have included a multitude of championships. Tonight, he takes he has a chance to put the biggest title around his waist in the R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Championship. Do you think he measures up well to Mithras, the title machine, or do you think maybe not so much? Maybe I mean, I don't know if I would measure up. I mean, I mean, the only person with packs even close to as good as mine in this company is, is Mithras, so I don't think these measures up in that way at all. Because, I mean, look at him. He's swole. I mean, it's true. It's very true. Do you think that... Uh, yeah, I, I agree. But it does seem like, you know, Mithras would be, Mithras said last night, he would be content even if he lost the title because the Renegades would still hold on to the World Heavyweight Championship. How do you feel about that statement? I, I, frankly, I don't, I don't buy it at all. But, you know, look, Mithras is, Mithras has, you know, been a little zen about things here and there. So, I mean, it's possible, you know, on some level, like he did say, you know, win, lose, or draw, the title stays in the Renegades. So for them as a group, and they do tend to think as a group, for them as a group, it's a no-lose situation. See? See, definitely. But at the same time, uh, definitely a huge feather in Deez's cap if he manages to pull off the upset victory over Mithras. Uh, let's talk about the Platinum Dragon Championship. Some 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 tough words by both members by both parties last night on after hours a little bit more a little bit more uh no love lost there it seems apparently no love lost there as uh you know some some harsh words from dragon and some equally harsh words from the title machine uh so apparently this one's going to be a bit more of a grudge than we thought does that change your outlook on this match at all uh i mean no not really uh i mean if only one of them was fired up maybe but they kind of got each other fired up, so that I, I think that sort of levels the playing field. All right. Well, let's talk to our world heavyweight champion right now. He is the one and only. Come on, George. I'm the mission, the power's in. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Mithras, the title machine, joining us at Red Aversary. A little underdressed there tonight, Mithras. What's, what's the deal? The, the cap and the T-shirt? What, what, didn't clean, well, your well, tuxedo didn't get Am- cleaned in time? Amadeus, as you know, I'm in the uh, special VIP section for the uh, auction winners who bid uh, on various prizes to benefit uh, the uh, German Shepherd Rescue League as well as the uh, uh, Association for Autistic Children. And, in fact, it's, it's pretty, uh, you know, kind of high up here and might be a little windy. It's almost <laughs> as if we're at the beach, um, you know. It might be that we're at the beach, but no, 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 we're actually, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, there in the box and a little surprised, didn't expect to, to, to hear from you. Um, but anyways, what's going on? Well, I guess they have the fans on up, up there in the, in the, in the seat. So we'll, 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 well, just, well, I did uh, say VIP fan booth, so yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. We'll go. Sorry. All right. We'll All go right. with that. Mithras. Uh, yeah. We've already talked to death about your two matches tonight. Any final thoughts about either opponent in either match tonight? No, I think uh, you pointed out the attire, and uh, I don't know if you noticed lately uh, leading up to this, I've kind of gone a different route uh, on a lot of things, and, and one of them is, you know, you're not going to see my, my true cars. You're, you're just going to see me parking my own car in the talent parking lots wherever we are. You know, no, uh, you know, Adolfo or Givenchy or uh, whatever, Armani suits. Uh, more of a simplified lifestyle because, um, as I said last night, you know, you, you get to a point where you've done so much, who cares about the other stuff? And it kind of gets ridiculous after a while. Like, I look at this red dragon guy, and, I mean, my, my God, it's like the Rose Parade, Rose Bowl Parade uh, with him coming in. Whereas I just walk in casually and, you know, work with the fans and, uh, you know, the real fans, the people fans, not the uh, <laughs> air fans. Uh, so that's that's that. And I think also dropping all that, you know, pomp and circumstance and fancy stuff, it gives you the freedom to focus on what, what the fundamentals are. The fundamentals are me kicking his ass. Um, in fact, I was going to say to you, Amadeus, He's going to be thrown around that ring so much, the Department of Transportation is going to require airbags to be installed on that guy. <laughs> All right. Well, Mithers, uh, I, I, I won't keep these, you. With that. Oh, and yes, as, far as, these, as far as these goes, you know, it's no different than if Paragon had a match with one of his uh, brothers. You know, it's going to be a great show. Um you know, who has the edge? Well, I think the, the champion usually, no matter what, no matter who it is, usually has the edge. But it, it'll be a good show. Um, I know he's busy with some other matches, and maybe he'll, he'll lash out at those opponents. <laughs> but I, I think it's all good, and I hope everybody enjoys it. And that's all. all right. I've got, a, uh, I've got a pu- some puppies coming in here for the uh, children who are in the okay. VIP sandbox. Not that we're being gratuitously cute, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so there it is. All Thank right. Well, Mr. Uh, no problem. I won't, keep you, I won't keep you from the puppies. That just didn't sound right. But, anywho, <laughs> Mithras, good luck tonight in both your big Thank matches. You, Wait, you tried to keep uh, me away from puppies? Well, that's a that's, that's totally different story. 
you, you know, you're you're a horn dog, and well, not that Mithras isn't a horn dog, but you know, he does have the Swedish bikini team. He's got a, but anyhow. <clears throat> so, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. When we return, we'll be talking to a, a another another Hall of Famer. We'll be talking to a we'll be talking to a current champion who just has a who has a big match we haven't talked about because it was just announced prior to the show. And of course, the second and final Hall of Fame induction, the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar, being inducted here just a little while. This is Radiversary on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back in just a minute.
are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here in Cleveland, Ohio, a.k.a. Food Bar City. This is Radiversary and the RAWF Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, L Vacant, it, is going, it has been already, already a hell of a night. We've talked to just about all the, all the VIPs, which we got another one. Uh, she is the reigning national champion. However, she also just recently found out she will, and her partner, El Chiqui Black Diablo, will be challenging hotness for the tag team titles. Let's talk to her now. She is the lovely and talented. Now joining us, looking absolutely splendid in that gown, Vex. How are you this evening? Hold on. Uh, Try that again. <laughs> I Thank love you. when that happens. Thank you for the unmute. Thank you for the compliment. How are you? Uh, well, you know, I was fine until I realized that I didn't hit the right button. Okay, so. That wasn't me. I didn't even get to say it. Ah, <laughs> so we've already talked at length uh, about the national title match. I think we, I think you've pretty much said everything needs to be said there against Hobo Ezekiel. So good luck there. Let's talk about the tag team title match we just found out about uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, Vex, it'll be you and El Chiqui Block the Elbow challenging hotness, D's and Tigs. And uh, so they've been, ti- they've been champion for a couple months now. What do you and Chiqui have to do to get them titles off of them? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hold back on my first response. <laughs> and um, we got to let them get worn out with their other matches, mostly. It's not hard to wear them out. They get cranky. They get grumpy. And um, I think we can do that. They don't have a lot to go on when it comes to us. We're not exactly a tag team you see do the same thing all the time. So um, I think once they get worn out, we're going to have to catch them unawares. And I think we can do that. We um, Here within the last month, um, we're gonna have to. Uh, we've been we've been grabbing a few titles here and there, 
and we've been holding on to them. So, uh, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Certainly. I, I and It will be a really good match. I can't wait to see that. Cheeky, of course, I mean, this is his first. He's only been in the company a short time, but already seems to have himself to make some impact. Um you know, and certainly he's also in the rankings as well. I mean, why hasn't Cheeky ever been in R.A.W.S. before? Do you have have you ever asked him that? I'm just curious. I'm not at liberty to speak on that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but at anywho, Vex, I'm going to ask you a couple questions about your fa- what's your favorite moment in your R.A.W.S. career, whether it be something you did or something somebody else did. Ooh. <laughs> It would be a tie between pinning Knox for the world title and the time that I pretty much held four belts no one else had held all at the same time before. Um, It's between those two because I really did not expect to do any of that, let alone all of that. Um, pinning Claymore was almost as good as pinning Knox for the world title. Um, Knox would probably be because it was the first time um, that I didn't realize I could get to that point here so fast when I did. Fair enough. Being the only woman in RAWF history thus far to hold the world title twice, uh, do you feel like you've cemented somewhat of a legacy already here in RWF? For me, I have. For those that believe in me, I have. To those of the GM staff that are aware, I have. To people that aren't so close, that really don't understand the weight of someone doing that. And let's be fair, both times I did it, I held more than one belt. I didn't just go for the world title once with nothing else. I didn't just go for the world title the second time with nothing else. Both times I did it with multiple belts. And that, to me, blows me personally away. Um, Yeah, I think I do have my own mark that I've left on R.A.W.F. And I, I'm pretty proud of that little mark. And you, you have been a staunch supporter of R.A.W.F., which I appreciate very, very much. So good luck to you in both your big matches tonight at Radiversary, uh, Vex. It should be an exciting time, uh, and we'll see what happens. Thank you, L.A. All right. Well, L vacant. We got a we got some more Hall of Famers uh, lording around here. Uh, so let's bring on first of all uh, our reigning or not reigning Powerball GM. He is just Powerball GM. We can call him reigning if you want. He is also uh, one of last year's RAWF Hall of Fame inductees. He is the one and only.
ladies and gentlemen, he is the Razor, the chairman of RAWF. Uh, good evening, Razor. Good evening, LA. Good evening, Al Bacon. Oh, hi. Razor, one year ago, you were inducted in the RAWF Hall of Fame. I know it was the highlight of your career. Tell me, you know, how much this this honor actually means to you even a year later. Oh, uh, it meant the world to me, L.A., uh, the same today as it did back then. Uh, it was something that I thought that I would never achieve, and uh, lo and behold, I did. And looking around at, at some of the people that you see there here at RAWF now that aren't Hall of Famers yet, can you name me maybe one or two you think are soon to be RAWF Hall of Famers? Lady Vex, definitely. And uh, maybe O'Hara, I would say, eventually, because she's just tearing it up. Okay, fair enough. Good, good show. So Razor, it has been seven years. You've been you've been around. You've been in the company pretty much all seven years. What's next for the Razor and RAWF in the next chapter uh, coming up? <clears throat> well, that's, that remains to be seen. Uh, you do know that I'd like to get a shot at the world title eventually. Uh, but maybe I need to uh, work at getting up in the rankings a little better. Uh, we'll just have to see what happens. Right now, uh, I think I'm on uh, my way, and we'll see what the future holds. All right. Well, thank you, Razor, very much. Good luck to you uh, in your match against the Teflon Sheik tonight. I know you've been wanting to get your hands on him for quite a while, so uh, have fun with that. Yes, sir. Thanks so much. All right. So I think now it's time, uh, L Vacant, for our second and final Hall of Fame induction. What do you think? I mean, sure. Why not? All right. So would you you, uh, say – because I have to induct her. It's kind of awkward for me to segue into an induction. So would you uh, do the do me the honors? Uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, inducting uh, our next re- uh, recipient of the Hall of Fame, uh, none other than our CEO, uh, Lord Amadeus. Thank you, Alvake. Uh, de nada. If you were to give me the task of describing her in one word, the first word that pops into my head is feisty. You look the word up in the dictionary, and you'll find it means one who is lively, determined, and courageous. And trust me, in all the years I've known her, she's had an abundance of liveliness, determination, and courage. Long before Unstoppable's version of R.A.W.F. R.A.W.F. was more than a twinkling in my eye, I saw this to be true. In my career, I credit two companies for helping me grow as a person, a wrestler and a company owner. CSW Cajun Swamp Wrestling, ran by the great Swamp Dog, and Death or Glory. And it was in Death or Glory that I first met Coogs. 
as an adversary. Let me give you a little backstory here. Death or Glory had two brands, Redemption and Rage. I started my career in Redemption and had a lot of success, winning the majority of the titles there at least once. But eventually, and I believe it was through some sort of draft, I ended up in Rage. Now, back then, DOG was run by the Prince of Wales. Prince believed that a world title or a brand's top title could only be held by a male. Because that's how it was in professional wrestling. Men were top champions, and the ladies had their titles in their divisions. And so it was in DOG. So while in Rage, I worked my way up the rankings and eventually won the Rage Heavyweight Championship, I then proceeded to defend it against all the major contenders, including the likes of RAWF Hall of Famers Money Sue and White Lightning. Rest in peace, my friend. Uh, Icon Scottish, Scottish Anarchist, the Irish Slayer, and even my old friend, the Jade Buddha. I defended that title until there were no male contenders left to be had. Meanwhile, behind the curtain was a seething redhead who believed that the ladies in DOG were getting the short end of the stick, not getting an opportunity at the two big titles in DOG. That redhead was the cougar Mrs. Hayne, as she was known at the time. In a bold play, she called out myself and Prince and demanded that as the highest-ranking female in Rage, she should be allowed to challenge for the Rage heavyweight title. Now, I had no problem with it, but Prince balked at the thought. After much conversation and negotiation, I convinced him to allow me to defend the title against Coogs. And to make a long story short, she beat me and became the first-ever female Rage heavyweight champion, much to Prince's chagrin. Soon after, I returned to Redemption and didn't see much of Coogs after that until the summer of 2013, just a few short months after I opened RAWF. She promptly won the Biatch of the Month and gained herself a title opportunity. Now, back then, there was no estrogen championship yet. The women's title in RAWF was the Divas Championship, much to Coogs' chagrin because she absolutely hated the term Diva. But nevertheless, on August 18th in Augusta, Georgia, she defeated 69 Sniper to become the first to become the Divas Champion. Not the first, but the Divas Champion. She held the title for over two months before losing it to Haruki. Then on November 29th at Black Friday, she was the only and first female to compete in the first ever Elimination Chamber, and that particular chamber match was for the World Heavyweight Championship at the time. She came very close that night to becoming world champion, outlasting all but the eventual winner. In the early summer of 2014, the Divas Championship was retired due to unfortunate circumstances, and the Estrogen Championship was born. And on July 13th of 2014, the Cougar Mrs. Hayne defeated Destiny of Death to become Estrogen Champion for the first time, and again holding the title for over two months. Then 10 months later, after battling injuries for much of 2015, she won the title again, this time at Immortal 2 on May 3rd from Psycho Girl. She promptly defended it for months in the longest estrogen reign in RAWF history. But she was and is definitely not just limited to just the women's division. On November 8th of 2015 on Superstars, she defeated Lincoln the Ripper Hunt to become Fubar City Champion. She held that title for over five months before losing it to fellow RAWF Hall of Famer, the Redneck Avenger, at Immortal 3. 
And then on August 21st of 2016 on Superstar, she defeated another RAWF Hall of Famer, Mordred Nightwalker, for the national championship, eventually dropping it a few weeks later to Aggie, the Clown Prince of Hell. Shortly thereafter, she left RAWF due to personal issues. She came back for a brief return in late 2016, but again left her a few, after a few short months, but not before almost capturing the Midnight Hobo title from Mithras during his historic title reign with that championship at Love Hurts. She returned to RAWF in the fall of 2018 and almost immediately made an impact, almost beating Uncle Frank for the White Lightning Championship at Graveyard Smash, competing in, competing in a historic estrogen title triple threat match against Lady Vex and her daughter, Ali Knight, at Black Friday, and once again almost ending, ending Mithras' Midnight Hobo title reign at Love Hurts 2019. In December of 2018, she became a GM in RAWF for the first time, taking the high voltage division promptly, taking over the high voltage division, promptly stamping her paw print all over it and making it one of the best events in RAWF. However, in September of 2019, she asked to be excused from her duties for one month so that she could compete for the White Lightning Championship in memory of her beloved daughter, Abigail, who passed away in the summer of 2018. She plowed through the Invitational to earn her shot on October 27th at Graveyard Smash, defeating fellow Hall of Famer John Taylor to become the White Lightning Championship champion. On that night, on that same night, she captured the Estrogen Championship for the third time, defeating Crazy Mama. While she would only hold the White Lightning title until January 12th, losing it to Lady Vex, she would go on to continue being the Estrogen Champion until last month at Immortal 7 when she was defeated by Europa Muscles. But the six-month-long Estrogen reign put her total time with the belt at 17 months, while in RAWF, most in RAWF history by a wide margin. Tonight at Radiversary, she has an opportunity to add to her legacy and win two more titles as she battles for the Midnight Hobo and Hatfield and McCoy championships. But as a GM, she has done an incredible job, not just with the High Voltage Invitational, but the newest event in RAWF, Battle of the Hormones, in which she created the RAWF Hormonal Championship. The titles and GM accomplishments are not her only legacies in RAWF. She is, after all, the first lady of anarchy. Anarchy has been a huge part of RAWF over the years, and Coogs has stoically been a leader, a mother, and wise advisor as matriarch of this long-lived family. RAWF superstars like Akuma Murte, Beast, Paige, icon Scottish anarchist, Cy, Ally, and RAWF Hall of Famer Bubs have all benefited under her guidance. As far as my experiences and personal relationship with Coogs, well, let's just say it's been a roller coaster of an experience over the years, considering that for a brief couple of years, we were brother and sister-in-law. Um, our relationship has run the gamut from adversarial to friendly to an ag antagonistic to aloof to professional. But the one thing I can say never changed in our relationship was mutual respect, at least on my part, and at least on my part admiration. Oh, sure, there were some bickering, some dirty looks across dinner tables, a few um competitive matches. And yes, I may have slapped her caboose a few times on the feed. Uh, she may have throat punched me once or twice, but you know, it, it was all due to respect. The truth is, though, ladies and gentlemen, RAWF is a much better company with her in it as a competitor and a GM. 
That's why I'm pleased and honored to induct her into the 2020 class of the RAWF Hall of Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. Thank you, L.A. I'm going to keep this kind of brief. I won't mention everybody by name. We would be here for hours. I'm going to mention the ones that had the biggest impact on my career, my character, and what has made me what I am today. For the last year and a half, I've been so focused on reaching goals set by someone else that I had completely forgotten about my own. Tonight I'm reaching one of my biggest goals. Over the last month, I've been trying to figure out how to express how humbled and honored I feel to be inducted into the class of 2020 in REWF as I feel this is the most prestigious Hall of Fame in our world. And I've been trying to figure out how to do this without being too weepy. Then I thought about it. It's okay to be weepy when you reach huge milestones. And that's exactly what's happening now. With that being said, a little history that maybe even L.A. was unaware of. When I began my career... Almost nine years ago, I found a family I didn't know I had, nor did I realize how much I would need and depend on them. Then I found a company that brought me up against some amazing and talented people, many of whom are here in RAWF. That company introduced me to some underhanded people that claimed to be one way, for example, I'm a face, everybody must like me, but actually we're another way, with their words and their actions being very heelish. Those people I will not mention, but I do thank you, because it is because of you that I have developed the character I am today, and that I have this thick skin that we definitely need in this business. Company that I first ran in, pardon me that I first ran up against Davila. She was the first wrestler to show me support. I was a rookie and somehow managed to get into a title match my first week. 
It was her words of encouragement and her faith in me that pushed me into winning that match against another great woman known as Vanna Weiss. It was also the first of many titles that I would hold in that company. So, Dev, I thank you. Redneck Avenger and Bastige helped me develop my skills in the ring along with my anarchy brother, White Lightning, regularly whipping my butt and being true friends when I needed them, whether they knew it or not. For that, R.A., Bastige, Lightning, I thank you. Then there's L.A., Lord Amadeus, my angel's golden pork chop god. You kicked my butt more times than I care to admit, but you also gave me some valuable things. First, you gave me my most favorite memories, beating you in that match that I probably should have never really been in helped seal my fate in the history books of that company. But more importantly, you gave me a place to call home for mental days. I'm a female. It's to be expected. I got full of myself and left, but you never closed the door. I probably spent 75% of my career here in RAWF, and I've battled and feuded with the best of you. And when I thought my world was over and couldn't find myself, you let me come home where I belong. You let me come back and the questions asked. You gave me the honor of taking over the high voltage show and letting me dedicate it to my white lightning friend forevermore, knowing the way he would want it to be handled. You showed me support when I didn't realize I needed it. And for that, I could never thank you enough. Your selflessness has saved me, in my opinion. Okay, so I didn't succeed in not getting very weepy. Sorry. Not sorry, as Vex would say. To my Anarchy family and my RAWF family, I thank you for the support, for the fights, the challenges, the memories, and the honor of being inducted tonight. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, the the Cougar, the First Lady of Anarchy, the newest member to the RAWF Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Cougs, and congratulations, Knox, once again. Cougs, this is well-earned, and it was my honor to induct you. Wow, but Coogs is your night's not quite over yet because a couple there are a couple of anarchy members that also want to send their congratulations. Let's talk here from uh, Anarchy's Beast. He had a message for you as well. Now the beast has come to play.
back here as a cameraman. Good lord. Anyways, I'd like to take this opportunity and thank LA for letting me do this. So, here it goes. I met Trigger a few years ago when I started dating her daughter Abigail. I don't think she cared too much for me, but I think I've kind of grown on her. After the passing of the fallen angel, I felt so lost, so I left the wrestling world for a while. And when I returned, Trigger walked back into my life. This amazing woman took me in and mentored me and finally said I was ready to get back in the ring. Over the years, I've watched her grow as a fighter, mother, mentor, friend, and now someone's wife. She has a heart of gold. She has the strength of a cougar. I am proud to call her my best friend, my mentor, and my family. I know she is listening, and I want to say congratulations, cougar. You deserve this more than anyone I know. You have overcome a lot along the way. You have taken out some of the toughest fighters around, plus the jam work you do. Your angel, Abigail, is looking down on you tonight. With a smile so big, Abigail would be very proud of you, along with Jack, White Lightning. So, thank you for everything you've done and do for us. Hats off to you, ma'am. Congratulations, Peter. Now the beast has come to play. And one other person that you that you are very close to also wants to come on and congratulate you, ladies and gentlemen, REWF Hall of Famer. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me, but I can help it that I'm popular. Come here. Please, come here. I love you. I am so proud of you. I know both of them are looking down on you right now. So proud. You don't know how much of an effect you've had on every one of the members of Anarchy. We love you. And you know I do. Well, it has definitely been an emotional evening. Congratulations again, Coos. And as you can see, uh, 
a lot of people are very proud of you, including myself and your anarchy anarchy family. <sighs> so, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this seven-year anniversary pay-per-view of RAWF. We will. Our next pay-per-view is RAWF Philadelphia Freedom on July 5th from Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, and I want to thank everybody that has been a part of RAWF over the last seven years. Whether you've been a huge supporter, a huge participant on the front lines, uh, been a GM, whether you whether you've just been sitting in RAWF and having fun having doing fun. your matches, it has it has been fun for me for the last seven years to be able to do this, not just run the company, but of course do a radio show uh, every Saturday night. It is my honor and privilege to do so, and hope to be doing so. Well, I don't know about another seven years, but as long as possible. With that being said, El Vacant, thank you as well for everything that you have done. Um, You have been an awesome co-host. I've had a lot of awesome co-hosts, and you are definitely uh, top-notch. Judgment, thank you for all of your support. Uh, You have definitely – you are a linchpin in RAWF no matter what uh, anybody thinks of you. R.A.W.F. would not be the great company it is without you. Paragon, your support has also been incredible over the years, and I thank you very much, you and the entire Opaque Brotherhood. Uh, Mithras, I mean, with, to be honest, there would be no R.A.W.F. without Mithras, the title machine, uh, as the wrestler or the, the manager as well. Uh, Griffith, you have been huge, and I, I think I've I've thanked you many times for that over the years. Razor, thank you for all the great work you've done. Uh, Vex, Mave, your support over your your support over the last couple of years has been amazing, and anybody else out there uh, who has been a huge part of RAWF and enjoys it, I thank you as well. I hope you're having fun, and hopefully we'll continue to have fun. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, return RAWF After Hours next Saturday night on the Back to Basics Radio Network. We'll have results from Radiversary and much, much more. This has been RAWF Radiversary on the Back to Basics. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not done. There's one more thing that has to be said and one more person that needs to be thanked. So on behalf of the entire locker room and RAWF, let me say thank you, LA, for keeping this company alive for as long as you have and all the work you have done to put into it. It is appreciated by each and every one of us, and you will never know how much we enjoy the work you do for us. Thank you, Griffith. Here I have a gift for you. Enjoy your inflatable Sasha Camaro. Good night, everybody. This has been R.A.W.F.
Drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. 